Yo, what is up, guys? Just jumping in here quickly to let you know that I've just created a Live, Train, Perform podcast uh, Facebook page. So what I want to do with this page is uh, allow the listeners, you guys, to have access to myself along with some of the other coaches that have been uh, part of the Live, Train, Perform podcast particularly those that have featured on the Coaches Corner episodes uh, because a lot of these coaches have a very similar philosophy and most coaches are spruiking, most good coaches are spruiking the same information, right? And that is that, you know, any change is going to be difficult. It's going to require psychological changes, going to require behavioral changes, and it's going to require doing small things consistently over long periods of time. So uh, there is no magic pill. There is no magic potion that is going to get you from A to Z uh, without your trials and tribulations along the way. So uh, what I want to do with this page is cut through the bullshit. I also want to use this as a filter because I have had a number of people um, request that I answer questions via my Q&A memes um, and also sending me DMs on my social media platforms. And then when I follow up with them, you know, a week or two after the episode goes live and I've tagged them in it, they haven't actually listened to the episode. So whilst it is beneficial for you guys as audience members to um, listen to these questions that come in from other people and have them answered, okay, I'd much prefer to service the people who actually listen to the podcast. So what I ask from you guys to be a part of the uh, Facebook page is simply leave me a rating and review and then send the screenshot through to me. My social media platform uh, is at coach underscore Cobes, K-O-B-E-S. I'm going to allow 50 people in for free and then at some stage in the future, I am going to monetize this. So uh, just a heads up for you guys, I am building out the next phase of my business, which is going to include a website. It's going to include eBooks around uh, mindset, uh, nutrition, training programs, etc., etc. So I want to service you guys uh, as best I can and that is going to allow you to get uh, exclusive access to all of this stuff as it comes out, as well as being able to interact with me and the other good quality coaches that have um, participated in the podcast and shared their knowledge and experience. Um, It'll allow you you guys to interact with us, ask those questions directly so that we can then service you better. If you want to be one of the OGs for the Live, Train, Perform uh, podcast group, head over to Facebook, type in Live, Train, Perform. That group should pop up. Uh, Request access to that. There's three questions that you'll need to answer. Once you've answered those questions and left a rating and review, make sure you screenshot that, send that through to me on social media. I will grant you access and we'll start building an amazing community. Much love, guys. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Live, Train, Perform podcast. I'm your host, Sean Kober. In a recent interview I did with Marshall Officer of Anvil Training and Development, we touched on some of the principles that we can use in fitness that also apply to other areas of your life. Uh, we only touched on it quite briefly throughout the episode, but in this episode, I'm going to dive into that topic in a little bit more detail and also give you guys some examples of how you can use those uh, principles that we can learn from fitness, from training, from being in the gym, uh, and how we can then transfer those skills over to um, different applications in other areas of our life. So, Uh, The first thing I want to talk about is the FIT principle. And the FIT principle stands for frequency, intensity, time, and type. 
All right, so uh, frequency is how often we're training. It might be how often we're training per day. It might be how often we're training per week. It might be how often we're training uh, per month, per year, etc. All right, uh, then we have intensity, which is how hard we're going during those training sessions. Now, important thing to note here is frequency and intensity are inversely related. So the more you're training, uh, the less you're able to really push the intensity. However, if you are reducing the frequency of training a little bit more, then you can up the ante and push the intensity a little bit more. All right, the next one is time. Okay, what time are you going to train and for how long are you going to be training for? Now, again, this relates to the frequency and intensity because if I'm training frequently, say I'm a professional athlete and I'm training uh, frequently a couple of times per day, then maybe my intensity is a little bit lower, okay, but the duration of the training is a little bit higher. However, uh, if I'm training twice a day, um, and I want my intensity to be high, then the duration of training is probably going to have to be a little bit lower. All right, then the last thing is type, okay, type of training that we're going to do because uh, whatever we do is what we're going to adapt to. So you can't train uh, strength endurance to build maximum strength, okay. Likewise, you can't train um, cardio to build power, etc etc so this is specific adaptation to impose demands which is what we're going to go on to next however i want to give you guys some examples of how you can use this and apply these um, skills uh, to other areas of your life let's say that i want to learn a, a new language i live in thailand uh, and whilst i am in thailand i have been learning thai okay the frequency of my training my sessions is twice a week all right, for one hour, okay, so my frequency is two times per week or two hours per week, okay, the intensity, yeah, I'm getting after it, I'm learning as much as I can in those hours, those two hours that I'm doing it, but I'm also doing a little bit of homework uh, outside of those two hours of schooling, all right, time, my time every week is locked in, duration is for an hour, uh, twice per week, okay, type now this is where the teacher comes into play because everyone learns differently okay so the type of um, learning that I'm doing is going to be catered to me as an individual my teacher is very good I had two different teachers one was very good one was average okay the teacher that was average was just basically jamming words down my throat uh, from the textbook uh, not giving me any context not allowing me to or give me um examples of how to use them in real world situations uh, it was literally just going straight from the textbook and when I'd ask questions about why things were said in a certain way or why um, the the structure of the sentence was put together a specific way I wasn't given an answer it's just like that's how it is whereas my other teacher uh, who actually owned the school she catered her teaching style to uh, my learning style so uh, we would learn something and then she would ask me to repeat those words and give examples of how I would use them in everyday situations. And that was a great way for me to be able to uh, get that information to actually sink in because I could see the real world application. All right. So again, frequency, how often we're doing something. Okay. Intensity, how hard we're working on that thing. Time, what time we're doing it. How long, what duration are we doing that thing for? Okay, type. How, what type of training are we doing? Um, what type of education are we using? 
what are the different methods and protocols that we're using to reach towards our goals. All right, so that's the first part is the FIT principle, F-I-T-T. What we're going to move on to now is the uh, spread principle, which a number of these principles have been put together in different ways uh, through different courses, um, different stages, etc., etc. But I've decided to put all of these principles together into one package because it makes a lot of sense for me um, and it ties in with my philosophies, my coaching and training philosophies. So um, the first thing we look at is specificity. So this is uh, basically specific adaptation to impose demands. We adapt to whatever we do. Okay, so if I want to get stronger, then I need to use strength training protocols. If I want to become more explosive, then I need to use power training protocols. Likewise with speed, if I want to um, become faster because I've got a rugby tournament coming up, then I need, need to use speed training protocols. Okay, if I want to improve my mobility, then I need to use um, those mobility-based protocols. All right, so we're going to adapt to whatever we do. So what we're doing needs to be specific. Likewise, if I'm learning how to speak Thai, then I need to fucking learn how to speak Thai. I don't just start throwing in random words of Russian or French or whatever in there, right? It's going to be specific to the language that I'm learning and it's also going to be um, specific and relatable and transferable to my everyday life so I can actually learn that stuff, all right? The next thing is progressive overload. Now, progressive overload uh, ties in with that specific adaptation to impose demands. So, Um, you'll see a lot of people that will go to the gym every day for a year and their body doesn't change um, because they're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Now, whilst they get better at doing that thing or that thing becomes easier, their body's adapted to it. So, you know, it's no longer challenging them. So we need to challenge ourselves so that we can change ourselves. Now, we need just a little bit of stress, just enough stress to um, elicit uh, the right stimulus which is going to drive the correct adaptation that we're looking for. Okay, if we're not giving ourselves enough stress, then we're not going to adapt. If we're giving ourselves too much stress, then we're potentially taking away from our ability to recover and adapt and it becomes detrimental, all right? So progressive overload is essentially where we practice the skill of movement we learn how to do that movement and then we start loading it. We might load it more with a little bit of extra weight. We might do an extra rep. We might do an extra set. Maybe we reduce our rest periods. Okay, maybe we imp- uh, increase range of movement. Um, maybe we change the or slow the tempo down, etc., etc. Okay, I'm going to talk about the different training variables in another podcast episode. Okay, but you guys get the idea. Now, to relate that to um, speaking Thai, progressive overload, right? Maybe I learn the, uh, the alphabet first, all right? Then we learn the, the tones. Then we learn, um, you know, the, the specific words, the basics. Then we start putting those basics together into sentences, okay? Then we start asking questions and then, you know, every session we review the last session and then we build upon that. We review the last session, we build upon that, okay? And that goes throughout the entire curriculum, all right? Uh, The next one is recovery and adaptation. Now, this one's important because people think that to get the results that they want in the gym, they just need to train more, they need to train harder. And yes, it is important to um, train more, that is progressive overload, and and train harder, progressive overload again. Okay, there is an element um, of recovery and adaptation that a lot of people miss because 
when we go into the gym, we're providing the stress that the body requires, the stimulus, so then it can then adapt in a positive manner. However, before the body or the organism can adapt in a positive manner, it first needs to be able to recover, okay? Recover back to baseline and then adapt above and beyond, all right? So um, this is extremely important here um, because... Again, it's not something that a lot of people consider and this ties in with our stress levels, right? My, if my stress levels are way too high and I'm training harder and harder and harder, then I'm just adding more and more stress to the body, okay, and the organism and it's not actually going to adapt above and beyond. It's simply going to be fighting to get back to baseline or homeostasis, which is balance of all of the systems, all 11 systems that make up the body. All right, now, uh, recovery adaptation in terms of uh, learning Thai, uh, this might be where we go through, you know, maybe I increase my frequency, I increase my intensity, and I do that for like two weeks, right? And I'm really pushing hard and learning as much as I can in a two-week period because whatever, maybe I've got uh, an assessment or something like that coming up. So um, I cram everything in, okay? Then I might need like a day or two to actually recover and let that stuff sink in where I'm not learning anymore and I'm just allowing my brain to be able to uh, put that information in storage and consolidate that information, all right? So that's the same thing with training. We want to make sure that we do enough to elicit a response, but then allow that recovery and adaptation to occur so that we can um, come back bigger, stronger, faster, better, all right? The next one is individualization. Um, individualization, again, extremely important because I can give you know two people the exact same training program, nutrition plan, um, and they're going to get completely different results. One might get really good results. One might be going backwards, all right, because of those other different lifestyle factors that come into play. Um, so the individualization, you know, if not everyone can squat the same, right? And for coaches or trainers that are trying to teach every single person to squat the same, that is a red flag that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, all right, because of morphology, um, bone structure, you know, there's so many things that come into play here uh, why people can't squat the same or move the same. So um, that individualization of training is extremely important. I might have, uh, I've got, I'm in Russia at the moment in fight camp with um, Peter Yarn and his other coaches and training partners. So, you know, I'm teaching these guys how to go through certain movements. We've gone through a strength phase. We've now just kicked off a power phase right? So how these guys do each movement is going to be individual to them. I'm going to give them the general principles um, of how to complete the movement and how to organize their body into a manner that's going to allow them to achieve the desired result of massive, massive power output, for example. Okay. But for each individual, I'm going to make slight adjustments to their positions and give slightly different cues for them so that they can get the most out of that exercise. Okay, likewise, again, relating that to speaking Thai, okay, one teacher was really good at individualizing how she was presenting that information, whereas the other teacher was not very good at individual individualizing that information to present to me, all right, so that individualization process is extremely important, okay, yes, you do need um, general uh, overall principles like, um, you know, good movement quality, for example, in the gym, uh, you need general principles when it comes to learning a new language, okay, you need the 
the foundations, you need the basics, okay? But once you've got those basics down pat, then you need to make it a lot more individual. All right, the last one is detraining and reversibility, okay? There's a use it or lose it principle. So if I'm not training something in the gym, then I start losing the ability to do that. Um, now, I won't go into too much detail on how long it takes to lose specific adaptations like strength, speed, power, um, energy system conditioning, aerobic conditioning, uh, et cetera, et cetera, okay? But essentially, if you're not training something, then you will start losing the ability to do that, okay? Um, muscles start atrophying, um, central nervous system down regulates your brain's constantly trying to conserve energy so it's just going to start you know cutting things away um, if you're not practicing those things consistently all right um, and actually you'll start going backwards which is the reversibility component now again relating this to tie if again i'm in russia i've been here for three and a half we're kicking off week four of fight camp now and you know i haven't spoken any tie I've actually not spoken too much English either. Okay, I'm learning a little bit of Russian. Um, so my Thai is lacking and I'm losing the ability to put together sentences and words and I'm forgetting meanings and things like that because I'm not practicing it. So when you're not practicing something, then you start losing the skill, you start losing the ability. So um, those are the principles that uh, guide my training. Okay. But again, they also apply to and transfer to other areas of your life. Those principles again, are frequency, intensity, time and type is the fit principle okay and then the spread principle is specificity progressive overload recovery and adaptation uh, individualization and detraining reversibility that's it from me today guys hopefully you enjoyed this episode start using those principles to uh, apply to your life reach out let me know if there's anything else that you guys want to hear uh, just remember that I have created the uh, Live, Train, Perform Facebook forum. You can only get into that forum by uh, submitting a rating and review and then sending through a screenshot to me before applying on the Facebook group. All right, so uh, any five-star ratings and reviews are much appreciated. Go through that process. Um, come and be a part of an amazing community that I'm building out now so you guys can stay in the loop and have access to myself as well as all of the other coaches that have uh, participated in the Live, Train, Perform podcast, uh, particularly those that have participated in uh, the Coaches Corner episodes. Much love, guys. Peace.